Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. You go to the Word of God and find out who you are. Whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Believe the scriptures. Hey, how you doing? This is Victor Sadarilis of Mornings at Hot 92.3. Today I got a very good special friend of mine, and I'll explain why I invited him as well. My man, Psychic Wayne, the psychic to the stars. This man right here is incredible. I believe in him so much that I just have to say that I was in wow when he told me a lot of things. A lot of things have already come true, and he did say a few things are going to take a little time, and believe it or not, we're taking those steps in that direction, and that's why I believe in this man a lot. So, uh, Psychic Wayne, thank you much for coming out, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Victor. You know, no problem. No problem. And the reason I wanted you here today, this time, is because I get a lot of people coming at me, especially women, okay? <laughs> they want to know, Victor, why are you single? What is it going to take for you to get a girlfriend into a fiancé into a wife? Mm-hmm. My thing now is... I'm not getting any younger, <laughs> so I figured we might as well slow down and find somebody. But I know they say if you look, you'll never find. Mm-hmm. What should I look out for? Who is going to be coming my way? What is in my in your cards or in my cards that you would put out here to see a girlfriend, a wife, a fiance? Well, you know those steps. Right. Uh, what's in my future for love? You know, maybe it could be you. I mean, if you're out there, maybe does, does this describe you right here? So I kind of want to have an idea of what. Not necessarily I'm looking for, but what's going to come my way. What's coming. Yeah, what what type of love is Victor going to (laughs) have? And that's the point of all of this. It can let us know what's ahead, and then you, you're going to be free to make the decisions as they fit for you. Okay, so what's your uh, birthday? Uh, Five, you want the whole thing? Um, the day is good. (laughs) Uh, May 14th. May 14th, that's correct. Okay, so Victor and the wife, or partner, he's looking for Now, with your left hand, I need you to put it into three stacks towards you. People always ask why the left hand is because it's closest to your heart, and that's where we want the answers to come. Yes. Let's see here. Wow. He said, wow. I don't know if that's good or bad. (laughs) No. Actually, you know, no, no, no. It's not bad at all. Okay. I remember when we did our first meeting, we were a little bit all over the place. This, the initial message that they're giving me is that you are ready. You are ready for for something more stable and more um, situated. Okay. Let's see. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez, and this is episode number 33. Follow me on all social media at mbills314. You can also send all your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Now, it's the month of November. It's cold outside. You know, you know, people want to get warmed up. People want to get booed up. You know, they they call this cuffing season. That's the term that you hear, cuffing season. When you want somebody, just grab somebody and just be warm. You want to just snuggle up and, and get somebody. Some people, they just want anybody. And some people, when it comes to picking somebody, and I ain't just talking about somebody, but in this case, I'm talking about somebody to marry, somebody to date. A lot of people look to like the clip you just heard. There was a gentleman by the name of Psychic Wayne. He is a quote-unquote psychic, and uh, we know what the Bible says about psychics. It's demonic, and uh, he was basically telling this gentleman about 
you know, he pulled out the tarot cards and was trying to give him um, some advice on his journey by what the tarot cards were saying. It sounded like the guy was pretty interested. And um, he was going to make his decision based off of what the tarot card said. Now, a lot of people, you may not necessarily be pulling out tarot cards, but you're reading horoscopes. A lot of people are reading horoscopes thinking that it's going to help them find love. And um, first of all, I just want to say that if you believe that your birthday and the zodiac sign that you are has anything to do with you finding love, Congratulations, you played yourself. And that's compliments from Ebro in the morning in New York on Hot 97. They do a segment called Congratulations, You Played Yourself. So I just adopted it because it just fits so appropriately for this situation. You have no business. No business. Not to each his own. But I don't understand how you putting your trust in a birthday and what sign you are, I think trusting God is much easier. I personally believe prayer is much easier. Now, can we go into the Bible? Let's just see what the Bible has to say about, you know, tarot cards, witchcraft, because it's always pretty much is witchcraft. So let's see what the Bible actually says about it. Should we be doing it? And we'll just take it from there. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 47, verses 12 through 14. It reads as follows. It says, now use your magical charms. Use the spells. Use the spells you have worked all these years. Maybe they will do you some good. Maybe they can make someone afraid of you. All the advice you receive has made you tired. Where are all your astrologers? Those stargazers who make predictions each month. And let them stand up and save you from what the future holds. But they are like straw burning in a the fire. They cannot save themselves from the flame. You will get no help from them at all. Their hearth is no place to sit for warmth. The Lord said they need help themselves. And he's saying that since you're coming to the astrologer, you're coming to the tarot card reader to ask them about whether you're going to find love, whether if the relationship of men is going to work out. He's saying, OK, that's cool. But when you get in trouble, make sure you go to back to the, make sure you <laughs> make sure you have that same energy <laughs> and go back to them same people and let them help you. But he said they can't help you because they can't even help themselves. So God wants us to come to him for everything. We know the scripture when it says that the Lord is a jealous God. God wants to do everything for us. He wants to be our provider. He wants to be our protector. He wants to be our comforter. He wants to be all those things to us. He doesn't want us looking from the outside. And if you have a need, if you desire to be married, if you desire to meet a person to marry, why not go to God and let the Lord hook it up? Why, you have, why we have to go to the devil's work and try to get him to hook it up. Cause that's what it is. You may not think that, but that's technically what it is. Anytime you ask them to meet somebody, you ask them what their sign is. Anytime that I'm talking to you and you saying, well, I'm a Pisces, you know, that's how Pisces are. You know, uh, Capricorns and, and whatever, Geminis don't get along. Well, who says that? That's, that's, that's witchcraft. Now, you personally may not be practicing it. You might not even know that horoscopes and all that is witchcraft, but it is because you're equating your personality to a particular date in the time of year that you were born. When God tells you to act one way, but what are you gonna say? Well, God, I'm a Capricorn. You know that our personality traits are like, whoa. Nah, this is it. Go to Galatians chapter 5. 
See, it makes sense. Now, you probably never thought about that, but that's pretty much what you're saying. You're saying it's like an excuse to say, like, I'm unable to change because of my birth date and I am this particular sign. Therefore, I cannot do or work with an individual who's the opposite of the sign that I am or that's a sign that doesn't whatever it's, it's just too much to even think about just go to Galatians chapter 5 I be trying to figure it out people constantly ask me what sign I am I said well I'm the what is that uh, what difference does that make it has nothing to do with my personality because if anything in my personality needs to change then I will just make the change whatever I need to do to make the change whatever I'm doing that may be um, not right I just have to make the change I can't make an excuse and say um, well because of my sign this is how I am and the same with you, not with you, with you. Galatians 5, look at verse 19. When you follow, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. You know the deal. If you're reading out of a different translation, we're still going to end up in the same place. It says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful desires, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So I don't know what sign it is. What, who, what sign is it that's telling you that you don't have self-control? I don't know what sign it is, but if there's any sign, but there's a sign that's telling you that you are this sign and you lack self-control. God is saying that if you walk in the fruit of the spirit, which he gives you once you accept him, he says, no, you have self-control. And it says there is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. All that stuff God's saying, leave it on the cross. You don't need to go to the psychic man. You don't need to go to any of that. All that stuff you was doing, yo, just give it, nail it on the cross. Now you can come to me. You can counsel with me. I'm gonna let you know what you need to do, okay? And a lot of times, a lot of us aren't even ready for relationships because we have to uh, work on ourselves. And if you get in a relationship, God has qualifications for that. And if we wait on God, we won't be so, when we get into it, like, yo, how did this happen? Because we didn't wait on God, we rushed it. You don't want to rush anything. And I think all of us have been there, but you do better when you know better. And it's a possibility you don't know better. So I'm praying that this episode will help you and that you will make better decisions. You will no longer be trying to choose people based off a of zodiac sign. It's a possibility. Could it be a possibility that the reason you haven't found your mate per se is because they could possibly be a zodiac sign that that horoscope is telling you that you don't mesh with. But that could be that person. But because you're choosing to follow the horoscope instead of God, you will never know. So I think it's very important that we seek God and let God lead us to that person. Um, I mean, one of the things is you gotta have something in common. The number one thing you should have in common with the individual is God. Like if you are a <clears throat> person who have, who's walking with the Lord, you should also wanna be with someone that's walking with the Lord. You shouldn't wanna be with somebody who 
is straggling the fence or someone who, do, who doesn't want anything to do with God. I've heard stories all the time about how a person walks with the Lord but their husband is an atheist. And not an atheist because something happened within the marriage and they stopped believing. No, they married them as an atheist. I know somebody that married a witch, some, a woman that, practice, uh, that practices Wicca. And he's a Christian man, having a hard time. But he felt that he could witness to her in the midst of her marrying her, but he loved her. Now, it's not saying that she can't get uh, saved, but he might have to go through some pain and turmoil, something that he could have avoided if he would have waited. That's all I'm saying. There are things that we can avoid if we just wait. God does have a way of doing things. And it doesn't involve sex before marriage. It doesn't involve um, us getting high together. It doesn't involve us getting drunk together. Like, that's not God's way. You may see it. It may be popular, but that's 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 not God's way. And you can't tell me otherwise. And that's not judging. That's just an observation that those type of things are being glorified. You know, the popping pills, the drinking, the strip clubs. You know, you want somebody that, you know, do all like that's that's what's being popularized. That's what's being lifted up. But God always has a standard. Now, you do have a choice because you have a free will. So you have a choice whether to go with God's standard or your own standards or the world's standards. If you want to do what's popping on the gram and you live your life based off the gram, then you're going to do that. But I pray that you will make the switch if you haven't already to doing what the Bible tells us to do. Now, if you've been following these episodes, you know we dealt with everything from eating meat from does God exist, from witchcraft, to forgiveness, to all those things. So if you're just now tuning into this podcast, go listen to some previous episodes because we're building even as we're doing more episodes. So some things you might be like, what? Yeah, we're building, we built to this point. And we wanna keep building. Let's get into this new Jonathan McReynolds. I'm not lucky, I'm loved. You heard it first right here on Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. Well, well, some of y'all have heard it before, but you know what I mean. We'll be right back with the B-sides. Macchiato's music in the scripture. Maybe I succeeded a little. I jumped up from the floor to the middle. You think I want the credit? I don't. Cause the glory ain't made for me. It's on the throne Who makes the stage and writes the songs And I know I couldn't do this on my own And as much as I complain I've seen more sunshine than rain And I could thank my lucky stars But that's not where my blessings are Nor they come from the Father's heart Not the sky, not chance but truth is I'm not lucky I'm loved 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 mm. Today I'm in a happy place And I know it didn't happen by mistake So I fall to my knees and I say that I'm grateful when every morning starts. So I don't think my lucky star. 
stars Cause that's not where my blessings are No, they come from the Father's heart Not the sky, not chance, but truth is I'm not lucky in Okay, let's jump back into this a little more. Now, if you're the type of, you know, if you're the person who have been using horoscopes, this episode is not to condemn you. This episode is just simply telling you that there is a better way. And the way that you're doing it, one number one won't work. Number two, put you in bondage. Number three is evil. Number four, just don't do it. But if you do it, that is your choice. I'm trying to encourage you and let you know that there is a better way. I'm going to give you an example, all right? I'm, right now, I'm on astrology.com, right? And I'm going to show you just how crazy this is. I'm on astrology, astrology.com. Okay, it says love compatibility between zodiac signs, right? All right, I'm going to go down to my birthday. Okay, November 22nd to December 21st. Okay, it says Sagittarius. Okay, so they're telling me my birthday is between November 22nd and December 21st, which it is. They're telling me I'm a Sagittarius. So here we go. It says diversity and adventure are a must for you in love. You are enthusiastic and expansive in expressing your affections. But you do best in a relationship where you can have plenty of space to roam free and explore unknown territories. Find out if your relationship will go all the way. Please select your partner sign. Okay, so let's just select your partner sign. So I'm married. I'm going to select my wife's birthday is just seven days before mine. So they have her as a 
Scorpio. So let's see what this says. It says so if a Scorpio and Sagittarius want to make a love match, they should be warned to slow down, take their time, getting to know one another on a deep, significant level, or else they run the risk of getting ahead of themselves. This relationship could be over before either partner even realizes it started if they're not careful. Their patience will be will be very richly rewarded. Sagittarius thrives on change, on the new and the exciting, and on the power of positive thought. Scorpio just wants to get closer and strengthen emotional ties. Early in the relationship, Sagittarius could feel hemmed in by Scorpio's wrath. That makes it sound like an animal. Scorpio's wrath, attention, and high expectations for love. If Scorpio can control their emotions, these two are in for satisfaction and excitement. Both Scorpio and Sagittarius see each day as an adventure, or in Scorpio's case, a compelling mystery, and as an endless opportunity to explore, to probe, to learn. Shared escapades bring them closer. Anywho, let's just pick something random. Now you see how crazy, so this basically is telling me what I am, who I am, how I act, how I respond, right? So let's say none of this applies to me. Or let's say some of it applies to me, because that's what gets people. They, you read a couple of sentences and say, well, I am kind of stubborn. Or, yeah, I am kind of selfish. Or, yeah, okay. But before I read, let's, let's go back to Galatians chapter 5 again. Let's read verse 19 again. Sometimes you see, I go over the scriptures over and over again. Sometimes we don't need to be hopping from scripture to scripture. Sometimes we just need to meditate on, on, on one and, and milk it all out. You know, if necessary. Verse 19 again, Galatians 5. It says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, because that's what it's appealing to. It's appealing to your flesh. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. What are those results, Lord? Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you, as I've told you before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. So this is basically telling me that this is a flesh issue. It's not a, this is your personality and this is who you are. And this is all that you're going to be is what they characterize you as. You know, the stars are lining up. This is what you are. This is your birth date. This is the run the time of the year you were born. No. God says, it says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, just because you may be operating or acting in a stubborn state, that don't make you who you are. You're just, you're just operating in the flesh. You need to come out of the flesh and not operate by your spirit. The fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace. Those are all fruits that God has placed inside of us once we accept in him. So they're in there. You know what I'm saying? We just get caught up on the act of what we're doing and we make that who we are. When you just simply just simply need to control our flesh and act and conduct ourselves in a better manner. That's where we messed up at. We thought that that's who we are. No, you can change who you are. So you following the horoscope, they're telling you based on a person's character where when your character can change according to this Bible, you don't have to be envious. If you are envious, you can stop that. You don't have to be jealous all your life. You don't have to, 
live in idolatry. You don't have to have lustful pleasures. You don't have to be sexual and moral. Now, now we got that out the way. Now, let's, let's just, I'm just gonna pick random. Now, I don't listen to nobody personally. I know no birthdays. I'm just, I'm just picking. Okay, so this is this is astrology.com. Now, don't you do it. I'm just, this is for example purposes only. I'm just trying to show you how it's trying to dictate your life. All right, so it got me, Sagittarius, my birthday, and I just picked Virgo. So it has Sagittarius and Virgo love capability. It says, when a Virgo and a Sagittarius join together in a love match, the result is a well-rounded couple. Sagittarius is an explorer who loves to socialize, while Virgo prefers to analyze Sag's discoveries. Both enjoy talking about it with one another. Virgo may demand perfection too soon for Sagittarius' taste, but over time, Sagittarius will appreciate a steady and reliable lover whose head isn't always in the clouds okay this is all oh, this is just telling you stuff that's predict this is just stuff that's gonna happen in relationships period that's what people don't understand that's why the devil is so deceptive in every relationship you're going to have to work on stuff you're going to have to talk everybody has different personalities so you're going to need to understand that personality and you being an outgoing person has nothing to do with the time of year you was born. You being a laid back person has nothing to do with the time of year you was born. You being an adventurous person, none of that. Some stuff just has to do with how we were raised. Some stuff just has to do with just our own personal likings and dislikings. As we got older, we've discovered, hey, I like that, I don't like that. I like shopping at the malls, I don't like shopping at the malls. I like, you know, so that's the deal. Don't get too deep in this. Don't just, that's why it's witchcraft. It's designed to take you down a path that's ultimately going to lead you to destruction. And I know within our culture, it's not popular to talk about this, but I am not of this culture. I'm in this culture, but I'm not of this culture. So therefore the culture that I'm in does not define what I believe. And you should not let it define what you, what you believe. What should define what we believe is God's word. And understand that we're in a day and age that people don't believe that the Bible is God's written word. But I'm telling you, all of that is about to change. As we're in these last days, those things are about to change. People are going to want to know about God and what his word says about every arena of life. All right. Send all your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, all social media sites at mbills314. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures, and like our page on Facebook. Until next time, y'all know it. Romans 3 and 4. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time, be blessed. I'm out.